primary day is officially underway in New Hampshire, and it appears that it is a sweep for Nikki Haley in Dixville Notch, Curtis. Mm. All six of the Dixville Notch residents voted just after midnight, and they all voted for <laughs> Nikki Haley. So I, I don't know if they get together and decide that thing as a group or how that works, but the, those results are in. We'll have to wait until the polls close for the rest of the okay. results. I later. feel like you're trying way too hard to set me up for a bad joke. <laughs> Six votes in Dixville Notch <laughs> when the polls closed. <laughs> yes, okay. yes. I'm not, I, will not, I will not bite. That's the way it goes. So, uh, Reminder, if you're listening in New Hampshire, and many of you do, and we appreciate that, Go out and vote, and we'll be there a week from Friday for the first ever snow show in which Coach Wiggins will mm-hmm. do his best to learn to ski. I'll try. And, and we'll try to avoid injury, and and not only injury to you, but injury to others. Mm-hmm. Like when uh, Gwyneth Paltrow took down that poor old man who was trying to ski, just standing there, and she collided with him. The more I think about it, the more I think Wiggy might be good, because you know how to skate, right? Yes. That's really all you need to know. Not really. Yeah, to be no. able to shift your weight from skate to skate, that's really the basis of being well, able to I ski. I mean, oftentimes his weight shifts uh, without his control. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm no disrespect, and I'm um, a hell of a and but, I'm a hell of a skater. I, it's, I mean, you're okay. You're no, not, I ain't. I'm, that, I'm that, more than okay. Uh, I'm okay. a I'm a I, really good skater. I actually I, saw Wiggy. He reminded me of Pavel Bure. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, that I can well, do, but I can't guarantee I'm going to not a ski. Well, I hope you'll join us. Make plans now. Join us at Loon Mountain for the first ever snow show, and we'll see if the winter attendees can come anywhere close to those who attend the road shows in the spring and the early days of summer when it comes to this radio show. This, oh, hold on, i got to get the mouse set up over here. This is, oh, Curtis, it's your guy, Jerome, from Situate. Okay, I need a parable. Okay, Jerome, good morning. Listen, I'm going to tell you. Oh, Jerome. Your your phone is not, your phone, no, your phone's not good. Hold on. Uh, Try that. I know good. No, it's not good. Call back. Call back, Jerome. If you could call back at ten oh two, Curtis will talk to you off. Nah, <laughs> don't sign me, bro. Don't sign me, bro. Yes, yesterday was so great. Let's keep some momentum. Uh, Curtis, listen, it's my obligation to answer the phones. I have to do it. I'm not mad at you. These, pe- I, these people I, are very loyal. They call the show. I just I look at the screen and mm-hmm. I answer. That's the way it goes. All right. Sometimes it's an A, the call. Sometimes it's an F. Oh, you know, everybody gets their shot. So it's a, it is the way in which people communicate. I'm shocked, by the way. Speaking of communication, I received when I walked in this morning a letter for me and me only from Prison Pen Pal. Oh, Joey. So I don't know what happened with you two. I don't know. Um, it but, usually says to attention, Courtney Cox. Uh-huh. Then, then underneath says the Greg Hill Show. Today, yeah. it just said the Greg Hill Show. You never sent him a picture. No, it's pretty much to me. And it's uh, at some point, I will get into what he says. Mm. Apparently, he lost phone privileges. Oh. Um, I don't know if that's because he called us or why uh. or what he was doing. 
Usually, some, usually something he shouldn't have been doing probably, happened. Yeah, probably had some unauthorized uh, pornographic material in the cell or something. I have no idea. That what or maybe now. a little scuffle, I, scuffle it, in the it, shower, it, it, it could scuffle be, in it, the rec room. Yeah, it could be the issue. Maybe, mm-hmm. um, maybe through his. Uh, his food at the at the cell door in anger right. or something. I have oh, no idea. But yeah. uh, generally, so, it's his feces. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> what? I don't know if that is that true, Wiggy. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. And they don't want to be taken out of their cell. I have a would question. You go in there. <laughs> I would. I I have a question for the room. Yes. Who lasts longer, me in jail or Wiggy on the most difficult course on Loon Mountain? <laughs> uh, you in jail all day long. <laughs> Can't be around. I'm not used to being around all that snow. We're not going to start you off on a black diamond. That would just be cruel. Oh. We'll 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 put you on a blue. blue uh, listen, I, unless I unless I see if I don't see little kids on the mountain or where the the one I'm going down, I'm not doing it. I'm yeah. not that stupid. Yeah. Well, we'll get you an instructor. I'm sure we'll have a we can have a loon instructor, Wait. or I'm sure we have a ski instructor listening to the mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. Who's on the ski patrol? Who can come by and teach you the ins and outs Doesn't during matter. during the show? You can get a week that. From Friday. You can get that chick, Lindsay. What's her name? Lindsay Vaughn. Mm-hmm. You yeah. can get her. It doesn't if, matter if I don't see an if I don't see a seven year old going down that <laughs> that slope. I'm not on it. Peekaboo Street. Yeah, her too. Is that a her or him? That's a her. All right. <laughs> Those are, that's the only other skier I know. Yeah. So I thought I'd throw it up. Yeah. Uh, this is Dave from Salem. What's up, Dave? Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, we got you. What's up, Dave? Hey, I'm not in Salem, but I just want to let you guys know, Wiggy, Loon Mountain, wear a helmet. (laughs) When I was 18, I uh, tried to snowboard, ended up not remembering the 10 days after. I was in an ICU for a week in a rehab hospital for five days, so take it it easy. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell no. I mean, we're gonna have to pay All close right. when yep. Wiggy when Wiggy starts coming down Loon Mountain. We're gonna have to pay close attention to the avalanche risk. Yeah, that that is. There's a documentary about an avalanche that happened. Uh, it's a Netflix documentary about an avalanche that happened at a ski resort in the seventies, late seventies, early eighties. I you just that? watched the trailer for it. It's yesterday. pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's terrifying. I right? mean, I've been seeing a lot out west of avalanches taking these skiers down, and luckily people are surviving. But yeah. you, you can't do anything so once you it can't, starts. Can't go up a high mountain. Well, yeah, that's you, what people like. Yeah, mm-hmm. not what I like. <laughs> well, but you're all over the the tubing. Like yeah, the tubing's fine because usually have, you could see the bottom. They have a they have a great tubing. They have a great yeah. tubing park at Loon, so yeah. you'll be all over that. That you could do. You could see the bottom. I'm you know I'm not I'm not getting on a on a ski slope where I don't even know where the bottom of the of the mountain is. Didn't you tell me that you're going to make it a weekend? You and Mrs. Wiggins are we're, we're it, thinking about it. Make so it we, a weekend at Loon. That we're thinking about it. That's yeah. not a hundred percent confirmed. So. All right. Well, I'm trying very hard to put together an event the night before. Okay, I'll pre- be there for Thursday a, night. A pregame at the Woodstock Inn, mm-hmm. which is right there in Lincoln, New Hampshire, and they have graciously invited us all to come there. So details coming on that for the first ever snow show for this radio program. Right now, though, let's get to this. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 
is the Greg Hill Show. Time now for The Lead. artist is or the title of that song that would be here comes your man by the pixies huh okay kind of a punk band from the like the late 80s early 90s the pixies yes interesting choice by you this morning thank you lead brought to you the leads brought to you by northeast electrical Northeast Electrical, New England's full-service electrical distributor, provides electrical products and services for electrical pros all across the region. 40 locations serving the trade, or you can go to needco.com. That's needco.com. Northeast Electrical, where pros need pros. Hello, Sean. Hello, Greg. Good morning. Uh, So... Just last Thursday, we had on Mike Milbury, as we do every Thursday, to talk Boston Bruins. And I asked him about the idea that the Bruins could get hot here. And surely enough, they seem to be hot. Mm. They came off that overtime win in uh, St. Louis uh, a while back after losing three straight overtime games, or one in a shootout, I guess. Uh, And since that overtime win against St. Louis have just been cruising. They've been dominating. They beat two of the top three teams in the West right now in points in the Winnipeg Jets and the Colorado Avalanche. They almost put up double digits on the freaking Montreal <laughs> Canadiens over the weekend. And now they get the, the Carolina Hurricanes tomorrow. I, it's just they had this nice little home stretch leading up towards the All-Star break. It felt like everything had started to come together for them all at the right time. Swayman looks awesome. Omar comes back from injury. Forbert's back. A couple guys are coming back from injury. Team's getting healthy. I just, I'm excited about this Bruins team. I know it's kind of, uh, you know, hard to say that after what happened last year, but like, it's weird. Everybody expected a drop off. No Bergeron, no Krejci, no Taylor Hall, no Nick Felino. All these guys are gone. And what do they do? Yeah, they're just like the best team in hockey again. It's it's it is wild to me. And I I, I for one am here for it. What's and, the expectations? Uh, wait wait till they get Bergeron back. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I believe I believe the quote was he is adamant he will be back. So uh, so what's the, the expectation expect- now? Oh, then I, I mean my expectation was that they would. Heading into the season, it was that they would win at least a first-round playoff series. I, has I that think, changed? Or is uh, I think for I, me it, has. it I, has. I kind of expect them. You have to at least be very competitive. You have to push it to six or seven games mm-hmm. in that second series. Like You okay. can't like win the first series and then all of a sudden get swept in the next one. You have to like be competing for the Eastern Conference Finals there. Okay. All right, Shine, thank you. Curtis, Welcome. good morning. Good morning, everybody. Greg, how are you? Great. All right. So yesterday, great spot with Gerard Mayo, and it led Mike Reese to discuss in his column reacting Gerard Mayo saying, quote, we're ready to burn some cash. That 
the last decade of spending by the Patriots is something we all need to talk a lot more. And Wiggy, Bobby Houdini does it again. Over the last decade, since 2014, the New England Patriots rank dead last in spending while charging the most to go to the games. Mm. I'm going to say that again. For a decade, the Patriots rank last in the NFL in spending. We all lose our minds, rightfully so, when John Henry's cheap and he doesn't spend, but their Waterloo, Greg, is 15th in baseball, middle of the pack. The Patriots for a decade were last, and let me give you some details on that. In 2014, the Patriots' Forbes valuation was $2.6 billion. Now, 10 years later, it is $6.6 billion. They got $4 billion in valuation increase. They hosted a league-high nine playoff games in that decade, which is a massive revenue creator. They were in four Super Bowls, one three. That fact that given all that added revenue, given where the market is, given comparables to Kansas City or to the Packers or other markets, to rank dead last, when you have the only time you're ever going to have the greatest coach and quarterback together, you don't maximize that window and you don't spend. Not only do you not spend, you're the least spending team in the league. That is an absolute disgrace and more people should talk about it. And the question becomes, we've talked about it a lot, was that Bill Belichick or was that Robert Kraft? If Robert Kraft has indeed told Gerard Mayo, which it seems after yesterday and and what Gerard said on this show that he has, that the checkbook is wide open, he can spend Mm -hmm. whatever he wants, then Robert Kraft will have Bobby Houdini'd himself into the greatest magic trick of all time because who will the finger be pointed at for those 10 years of low spending? But here's what I would say to that. Just Bill Belichick. But but I would say I don't really care now as much because you had the greatest coach and quarterback together. Does anybody think the Patriots, after a spending spree, are winning the Super Bowl next year? No, but I think that if you would have spent when Bill was here and Tom was here, how many more Super Bowls could you have won? That's my point. Mm, Right? And I, I think that... If you spend, you could be winning a Super Bowl next year. I mean, it's it's look at the Detroit Lions. I talk I talk about look at the Houston Texans. Look at the Browns. I mean, there were a bunch of teams, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, there were a bunch of teams that were in the mix. Yeah. But when it comes to the Patriots, we're not just missing one piece. I think that's the issue. You look at a lot of those teams, they figured out their one piece they were missing, and then they got back to a place of greatness. Right now So you one piece we're what, not one piece. What, what, why aren't you? If you don't, you don't think if you have a different quarterback, this is a different out. Well, this Gerard is different. told still, us yesterday: offensive line, yeah, you receivers. Need offensive line, and you need wide receivers. We, but, you know but that. if you, if you have, if you have a quarterback that can manage a game and can be smart with the football and do the right things, you're right back in the mix. You can find offensive linemen. Your, your, your receivers aren't great. But it, when you don't have great receivers and your quarterback 
doesn't help you out, that's the effect that you get. But if your receivers aren't great and you have a really good quarterback, then that quarterback elevates them. All right, Curtis, great lead. Thank you, Courtney. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. I always take the side of social media whenever it comes up uh, when you guys talk about how bad it is. And we're seeing the really dark side of it right now, and that's when it comes to uh, the Bills kicker, Tyler Bass, after missing that potential game-tying field goal. Uh, People took to Twitter, Instagram, and started death threats to him, his family. You saw the absolute scum of the earth come out. And you see this every so often, and you see it a lot when it comes to kickers missing big kicks. There is an issue when it comes to people thinking that they can say whatever they want to others just because of the job that they have. If you are a kicker in the NFL and you miss a big kick, it is okay to want more from your kicker. It is not okay to get behind your little keyboard and screen and think you're a big shot and tell them that they should go kill themselves. Tyler Bass (laughs) has now deactivated all of his social media. Good people in Bill's Mafia has have stepped up and started asking, what's a charity that Tyler Bass has posted about in the past? A charity that, that means a lot to them to him because now we can't show our support via DM or uh, comments. We want to show our support in a different way. So they've now started donating thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to 10 Lives Club, which is a charity that Tyler Bass has posted about before. Um, it just, to me, you see it every so often, and, and we see it a lot when it comes to just people thinking that they can say whatever they want uh, behind uh, anonymous names or no faces. Mm-hmm. This is such a disaster in, in the sports world. I did read, though, that he stayed on Tinder because he likes to swipe wide right. <laughs> hey! <laughs> But don't you look at it as way better than I expected it to be. <laughs> but don't you look at it as like that's like like in sports that's just the nature of the beast. You know yeah. what I mean? People it's are gonna the say stupid of the beast, stuff, but, but somebody is going. They're going to hit somebody wrong one time. Yeah, but you can't let it bother you if you're a professional athlete. But Wiggy, that's so easy to say. But there's one. It, it, it sounds so loud. I'm sure for Tyler Bass to end a game. Do you think he wanted to miss that? No, no. But so he knows that he knows what be, comes with the territory. But he's. Be, Yes, but I don't think that it should be telling somebody to kill themselves well, should yeah. be left off the table. It's, it, this is going to happen one time. It's going to hit an athlete the wrong way. They are going to kill themselves, do something they can't take back, and then we're, it's going to be a very different, serious conversation. It's it's a terrible to see what people think that they can say to others on the internet. Well, you should not let... If you're letting people's comments on social media bother you, then you probably should go talk to somebody. Well, I'm because sure they are. But, but, but that's just the nature. It's stop what blaming, you stop you're, blaming you're, the person no, no, that's I just blame, doing their I, job and, and, and had a mistake. Right, but if they do their job in the eyes of people who are fans and they feel like it's poorly, it's like what we do. People are going to say negative stuff. If somebody's like, go kill yourself, you can't let that... Bo- you know what you're signing up for. If you don't want the negative... Um, stuff that comes with being a personality, a professional athlete, guess what? He can go be a CPA in it, and I don't think anybody's going to tell him to kill himself if he screws up their taxes. Well, busy season is tough. So I think that's the biggest thing that, you know, I get there are goofball fans out there, but they were doing it back in the day, Greg's day. So are you saying that he's trying to kick his social media habit but missing? Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Is that, is that what you're saying? Yeah. It's all fun and games. But I, I just, 
to me, when you actually go look at what people were saying to him after the game, it's not right. Yeah. And we could go on and on about You're it. You're a very sensitive soul. Yeah. One of the things we love about you. I'm an empath. Yes, you, yes, a what? yes, you are. She's an empath. She feels other people's feelings. What's an empath? Yeah. Empathy. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, she's an empath. She feels, oh, I didn't know that was short She term. feels the pain of others. Yeah. And she cares. Yeah, no, I, I get Unlike that. Unlike you. Uh, no, I get You don't that. care about anybody no, no. but yourself. No, no, I understand. No, I say it's like sports. As a professional athlete, you know that comes with the territory. But you don't let it, you don't let it bother you. You don't read it. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, if people are morons. They're going to say what they want to say nowadays, especially on social media. You know, but unless nobody's do, doing nothing about it. Did you avoid the social medias after the Brockton incident? No, I got, listen, it does. You say what you want on social media. It don't bother me. No, I'm, no, not no, a, I'm not worried about Wiki, Twitter tough honest, guys. I would love to, re- to hear this. After Super Bowl 38, when John Casey famously kicked the ball out of bounds, did anybody yell at him in the locker room, like, what the F are you doing? No, we didn't yell at him in the locker room, but we were looking at him sideways. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, you got, like, that's your, the same way I would expect if I had a wide open touchdown from the five yard line and I dropped it. Yeah. You don't think people would be looking at, and it was to win the the game? Yeah, they'd be all yeah. over you. All right, yeah. we got to take a break. We'll get to Wiggy's lead and to my lead next.